Time for seafood news. Hello, you are listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernerberry Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This week's episode is brought to you by Ernerberry's Comtel. Ernerberry continues to build upon the value Comtel offers customers with new features and improvements consistently being added to the platform. We're excited to announce three new widgets for the Comtel dashboard designed to increase efficiency and expand on the amount of information available right from the home page. This addition of new features will enable Comtel subscribers to capitalize on market intelligence without ever having to leave the dashboard. This package of new features includes just a few of the many enhancements that Ernerberry is planning to release moving forward. Now, before we jump into the news, I just want to plug that Lauren and I have a brand new Watch Watch Us Eat Eat. Uh, video. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're not familiar with this series, I suggest you check it out. We eat different seafood things. Um, It's not a very often produced video, but if you want to watch us eat things, send us it and we'll eat it. Let us know. And that's exactly what happened in this case. Yes, so that's right. This time we are eating Korean seafood. Our pals at the Embassy of the Republic of Korea, the National Federation of Fisheries Cooperatives, and KFish, the Korean national exporting brand, sent us a premium Korean seafood set packed full of goodies. Like packed. Packed. The box was overflowing. We we only Eight o'clock. They have like great branding. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the packaging is like beautiful. Yes. We have no idea what it says, obviously, because no. it's all in Korea. <laughs> but um, but it's like it's really cool. And uh, like I said, the, the box is full. We only tried out a few of the items on camera, but let me just say, wow. Yeah, we're spacing them out. They sent us mm-hmm. so much. So yeah, this is our first installment. Yeah, it, it was it was wow. So so search seafood news on YouTube and check it out. But now for our top story of the week, three seafood companies who say they fell victim to the U.S. trade war with China are suing the Trump administration and USDA. The companies, Houston Seafood Company, Gulf Marine Products Company, and Ningbo Trading, are arguing that the president focused on bailing out the farming industry to help his re-election efforts. On October 21st, the companies filed an eight-page complaint in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Texas alleging that the USDA violated the 5th and 14th Amendments of the Constitution. The complaint states that he clearly is hoping for a repeat performance ensured by the billions of dollars being paid out to the farming industry. The complaint goes on to say that, consequently, while farmers are receiving unprecedented federal aid, other industries are struggling with higher costs and lower profit margins. Yet, there has been no mention of any federal bailout for the wholesale seafood businesses. Instead, billions of dollars have been paid to farmers in bailout funds, which are in addition to the annual subsidies the farming industry receives. Such favoritism and the basis for it, as stated by President Trump, clearly indicates an irrational basis on which these monetary bailouts are premised in direct violation of the due process and equal protection to be afforded and guaranteed plaintiffs. Houston Seafood claims they paid over $641,000 more for product and brokerage fees as a direct result of the tariffs. Gulf Marine has their figure at more than $487,000, and Ningbo is at $730,000. The companies are seeking combined damages of $1.85 million, in addition to legal fees. In other news, uh, recent figures of shrimp landings for the Gulf of Mexico show more dismal news for shrimpers. That is horrible. So landings Mm -hmm. are down, and exodus prices for many sizes are down as well. September data from the National Marine Fisheries Service reveals 6.1 million pounds of shrimp were landed in the Gulf, the lowest total reported for any September since 2002 in the historical database maintained by the Southern Shrimp Alliance. 
Prior to the year, the smallest amount of shrimp harvested in the Gulf was 8.4 million pounds in September 2008. The volume of shrimp landed in September was 52.1% below the prior 18-year historic average of 12.7 million pounds. Landings in every part of the Gulf were lower last month than they were in September of last year. For the first time this year, the most dramatic decline was experienced in Texas. September shrimp landings have averaged 5.6 million pounds during the 18-year period between 2002 and 2019, but last month, fewer than 2.5 million pounds of shrimp were landed in Texas. Now in fake seafood news, the impossible fish may soon become a reality. In 2019, Impossible Foods, the creator of the popular plant-based Impossible Burger, announced that they were working on a plant-based fish recipe as part of the company's goal to completely replace animals as food by 2035. Now the company is hoping to accelerate that process by hiring more than 50 scientists, engineers, and other R&D professionals. Impossible Foods revealed last week that they are doubling the size of their Silicon Valley-based R&D team over the next year. As part of that, they're launching the Impossible Investigator Project. The project is being described as a unique program to woo the world's best scientists to work on the most important scientific problem Earth has ever faced. Okay, so imagine asking someone what they do and they respond, I'm working on the most important scientific problem Earth has ever faced. <laughs> Number one, where are you from? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I expect them to have like a different voice than I do. Right. So, or your significant other gets home from work and you're like, hey, honey, how was your day? And they're all like, it was a long day. It was exhausting working on the most important scientific problem <laughs> Earth has ever faced. Exactly. I feel like you have to do it with a weird example. It's so draining to be working on the world's most important scientific problem Earth has ever faced. I mean, it's a cool job description, I'm just saying. But oh, yeah. Um, I would like to talk to whoever the new hire is. Or, hey, what do you do? I'm an impossible investigator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, want, I want to talk to these people. So if you are one of the new hires at Impossible Foods, give us a call to talk about the most important <laughs> scientific problem <laughs> the world has ever faced. Um, I doubt they'll have time, but hey, you never know. Never know. Or somebody who has applied and maybe haven't heard back yet. Yeah. And let us time. know. Yeah, let us know what you're working on. We want to know. We, we won't know. make fun of you. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, moving along to our final story of the day, 2021 food trends, which I can't believe we're talking about 2021. Hey, moving like, along 2020. Feels like we're Get still in March. Uh, so for the past six years, Whole Foods has been turning to their global buyers and experts to predict food trends for the new year. In 2018, Whole Foods Market predicted that 2019 would be the year of seaweed snacks, which watch our, our watch Korean seafood eat. video. You know, we're a couple years late, but <laughs> we're snacking away on seaweed. Um, and in the following year, uh, Whole Foods highlighted sophisticated kids' menus consisting of things like salmon fish sticks from Happy Fish Salmon and Serenity Kids' 100% uh, wild caught coho salmon puree pouch. Um, so seafood didn't exactly make the cut this year on their Whole Foods list, but uh, the seafood industry can certainly gain some inspiration from a few of the trends that Whole Foods experts predict for 2021. One trend they're predicting is well-being is served. Whole Foods experts say that the lines are blurring between the supplement and grocery aisles, and that trend will accelerate in 2021. Seafood is a great source of protein and various minerals and vitamins. Some species are packed with omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin D, which not only promotes heart health, but also keeps bones, teeth, and muscles healthy. 
With so much to worry about with COVID, seafood companies should be highlighting all the health benefits of eating fish. That was actually in like another recent um, study that we published that, you know, the reason why people are eating more seafood now during the pandemic and cooking it more at home is because they want the health benefits. Oh, yeah. You know, so, so I think, uh, you know, this trend that they're, they're calling it well-being is served. It's a little awkward to say, but um, I, I think seafood is, you know, in a great position here. Uh, another trend being highlighted by Whole Foods is epic breakfasts every day. You know, I can get on board with this. Oh, yeah. Um, especially, like I said, people are, you know, eating more breakfast at home. That's what their experts are noting. And, and at work here, there's a skeleton crew. So we're kind of doing more breakfast-related we events. We are, although we have to up our game because we're just we're eating just donuts, donuts. <laughs> we gotta stop with the donuts um but maybe yeah maybe you can add some of these and so consumers can elevate their bagel or toast by topping with hot smoked or cold smoked um 365 by whole foods let's market Atlantic salmon. yeah let's we can do a breakfast uh edition yeah um you know think about a bowl of grits you can take it to the next level with shrimp or oysters you know you ever had, oh, i had one it's this place on long beach island it's called the Daymark. The best oysters and grits I've ever had. Brunch. Mm. 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 Yum, yum, yum. Um, or Eggs Benedict Lovers. Uh, when we were in Seattle, my husband and I stopped at this breakfast place, um, and he got a crab cake, uh, Eggs Benedict. And All right. I'm on board. It looked awesome, and he wouldn't share. Let's, uh, I mean, I wouldn't share either, <laughs> but let's get the seafood for breakfast trend going. It sounds, it, it's a great idea. Another trend Whole Foods is predicting is baby food all grown up. According to Whole Foods experts, parents have never had a wider or richer range of ingredients to choose from for baby food. On-the-go pouches now have rhubarb, rosemary, purple carrots, and omega-3 rich flax seeds. As Amanda previously mentioned, Serenity Kids offers a wild-caught coho salmon puree pouch, or Alaska-based Bambino's Baby Food ships frozen sockeye salmon bisque or halley halibut. With more people cooking at home, parents can also whip up their own seafood-based baby food. See, I haven't tried that out yet. I've done, you know, the the period stuff myself, but I haven't, right. you know, I've given, I, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty much past that. My daughter is one, so I've been giving her, you know, like Bikes flakes of, of cod and yeah. yeah, so. That's what I did. But um, yeah, I mean, kids are, we, I mean, this was also brought up at GSMC last year. Like kids are eating now like sushi. They're bringing it into schools. I know, their palates are and, so much more refined than, than mine was yeah, at that age. I, I, I bet, I mean, I'm looking forward to experimenting i know with my daughter and, and having her try different things and i i just i feel bad now thinking back to my childhood check out seafood news to learn more about whole foods 2021 trend forecast and that does it for us thanks for listening to the seafood news podcast and be sure to check out our new watch us eat video on the seafood news youtube channel see you back here next week